Dice Paper Roll is made on the lands of the Wandry and Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation, and we pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to the first inaugural episode of DPR Mailbag, where we rummage around in our mail sack looking for letters that you've sent us, questions about our shows. My name's Greg Pickering, and today I'll be playing Greg Pickering. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Ben Clements, and I play Ben Clements, the DPR podcaster, and that's my only thing I identify with. Mm. So. My name's Lauren Bach. I'll be playing Daniel Lars. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Daniel okay. Lars, and I'll be playing uh, Lauren Bock this evening. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. My name's uh, Jack, and I'll be playing Emil Freund. <laughs> <laughs> Who sadly Aww. cannot join us this evening, which is why mm. we thought we'd do a bit of a mailbag uh, discussion. Yeah, so we've we've got some uh, questions sent in by a couple of our patrons, uh, which go to the origins of the show and uh, and how we went about making um, both our original content and uh, a little bit that touches on Curse of Strahd as well. So, Ben, do you want to kick us off with our first question? Yeah, sure. I think, um, you know, starting kind of outside of the game for this one, we have a question from Tez. which is how do we all how do we all know each other? Um, that is the question from Tez. How do we all know each other? And how did we get into playing D anD D? This may well be the whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You're not supposed to talk about Fight Club. So. Mm, yeah, that's true. It's kind of tricky, isn't it? I guess it chronologically goes back. Greg and yeah, I back into the, the mists of time age before beauty. So let's start off with you two. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when was it? I, like- I played D anD D for the first time in. Uh, oh, are we going that? We're going that far. Okay. Nineteen ninety-seven. I played my first game of D anD D, and it was. Oh. Uh, How old were you? It was. Did you say eighty-seven? Uh, Ninety-seven. I oh. was. Um, well, I'm, I was fourteen. Thirteen. Oh. I must have been thirteen. Yeah. Um, and it was like first edition. Uh, and I wanted to play the wizard, and I I wasn't allowed. Yeah. Uh, Wizards are hard. Yeah, it was what? only there was the set box, and the DM was very down the line. Anyway, so and then I, <laughs> I played on and off all through high school, and um, and then I got a job at <laughs> Movie World, Hollywood on the Gold Coast, and um, I met some people on the phones at the back of Bat Ride, and <laughs> uh, told them that I played Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and, What's on um, the phones? What? What? So the when the ride starts, it's like a simulator, and everyone who's loaded on, they sit on these platforms, and you got phones that you can call all the other platforms. So everyone would just get on the phones and play like Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon, ah. where you like name someone, and then you've got to get to Kevin Bacon in yeah, seven yeah. steps. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your job on all these different them. platforms was to look on a little TV to, at the camera of the people in the ride. Just to make sure they weren't taking Health off their seatbelts or that fucking kind of around. stuff. Oh, yeah, totally. Right. Is that yeah, the right. same? Um, is that the same uh, uh, ride place that had to get sued by the government recently? No, no, no. That's not the one where. The, no, that's Dream World. Uh, we never right. speak of them. No. Um, Absolutely, Movie World. No, I remember that ours bad ride. I remember so going safe. on it when I was very, very little. Amazing. Yeah. I was probably working. <laughs> <laughs> you might have been in '97. I was not little. far off it. Oh no, I was no. Like we, eight when, years when, old. When did we work there? That was like two thousand and three or no. Four. I, I started two thousand two. I started in ninety nine. Jesus! Wow. I met you a few years later, Grego. Yeah, yeah. No, I. It wasn't. Yeah. I played my first game of D anD D in nineteen eighty nine when I was Jeez. in grade four. I was four two years and, old. Um, Jesus Christ! Hell, I wasn't even born. <laughs> I. Yeah. 
Um, ben has been playing D&D longer than I've been fucking alive. <laughs> I don't, I mean. What people, the fuck? People who listen to the show probably aren't all that surprised by that, Jack. <sighs> wow. <laughs> wow. But I, like as a kid, I always wanted to play more and I couldn't, like I, I even after that, um, that game sort of, it didn't eventuate into a regular thing and it was something I wanted to do more of and could never find people to do it. And um, it wasn't until, f- fast forward, like uh, 14 years later when I met yeah. Greg at Movie World, but actually I was speaking to some of the people he'd been talking to on the phones at Batride and they said, hey, I know someone who can run a game of D&D. And I was like, fuck yeah. And I and remember it was, that it was, vividly. I, I, I was dating guy. a girl and it was her like 21st or something birthday party and we were there and I got like assaulted by like three people who were like, so you play D&D? And I was like, <laughs> yes. And then they just like bundled me up and made me promise. So then I went to this person, a uh, friend of our uh, ours, Kai's house and um, – yeah, Ben Ben walked in, his arm in a sling. He'd injured himself um, oh, yeah. being Batman. Robin, and- actually, but yeah. <laughs> oh, Robin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can tell Boy you when wonder. it was. It was 2001 then. I remember yeah. that year. Yeah, right. So 2001. <laughs> so, and we, yeah, we played our first uh, game of D&D around a coffee table. It was uh, second edition, was it? Did we play second edition? Yeah, we were playing yeah, we did. second edition. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a second edition. I just yeah. thought it started with 3.5. <laughs> For a lot and, of people, um, it does. Ben played a I like the way that Ben was so desperate. It could have, You didn't even have a choice. Like it was you or nothing. Is that That's pretty much what it was. Well, when well, you think, find a DM think, or someone who is willing to be a DM, most people are like, uh-huh. ah, ah, ah. Right, I see. It's sort of the same though. Like if someone finds out you're a DM, every, yeah, exactly. Everyone's like, oh, can you run a mm. game for us? It's like uh-huh. Greg also used to drive a ute, um, yeah. like a pickup truck for people in the States. And um, funny so how you always yeah. found yourself asking to help people move people house. People needed, yeah, help moving house right. all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, back then it was like not uh, nowhere near as popular as it is now and it, even – Though I was a DM, it was hard to find people to play with, and I like, I like, I worked for Games Workshop and stuff. I used to play lots of Warhammer, and I still couldn't find like a good regular um, game. Um, And whenever I did play, it just wasn't it wasn't very good. It was either too technical or Mm. um, so playing with a bunch of like actors, performers was like a totally new experience, Um, and uh, straight away we were. We were into we were role playing and um, yeah it was it, it grew from there. We played Ben and I played together like a lot for, for what like ten years ten or something years, almost yeah. ten years yeah. And that's like our closest friendship group pretty much is the yeah. group that played every week for ten years and um, yeah. like we'd sit outside and play. We oh, we'd like we'd play for like twelve hours. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. how many? We'd play till like four four a.m. in the morning, and we'd have to we'd be well. We'd supposed to be working the next day, and we'd both call in sick to movie world. I, and I'd usually call in sick to write more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many how many campaigns did you get through? Like Ooh. two? Or, uh, <laughs> no, I think like two. I think like two. Didn't we? We went through. Oh no, we went what? through more than that. We did the campaigns. We've had like. Five or six, yeah, epic ones, and lots of shorter versions of characters that never lasted. So, mm. yeah, yeah, wow. The Boulder Shoulders, where we played a game where we were all dwarven brothers, and then we all played a game when we were all rogues. Yeah, oh, that was awesome. We played a cam- like a city campaign, and there was a bunch of us lived together, and we just took over the dining room and had like the wall covered in um, hand drawn maps of this city and. Yeah, it was good times. Good times, back before mm. any real responsibility and you could just spend all your time on d d Yeah. Yeah. So then then Ben got into uh, acting school in Melbourne. Did you move to Melbourne before you went to VCA, Ben? Or? No, no, I moved to do that in 2011. So, yeah. um, and that's where I met 
Dan and Emil. We were in the same year at VCA together. And this is where I take um, over the story. Yes. Oh, so for me, is, I'd always, I'd, I'd always heard about D and D. Um, and it was that whole thing of like, oh, if you play D and D, you're a fucking nerd. Like, you yeah. know, you're a f- not wrong. You know, not in a not good wrong. way. Stigma. Nerd yeah, stigma bad. Is and real. like, I mean, I. Yeah. Grew up, I'm a massive Star Wars fan. Like, I was a, a nerd, but I always be like, oh, no, I'm a geek, as if that's, like, something different mm-hmm. to a, a nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, geeks are cooler, you know. Um, but I'd always heard about Dungeons and & Dragons and there, never knew anyone, never knew anyone who um, knew how to play it or or anything like that. And so this sounds more and more like, like the French resistance. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like met a Greg met it like Cladestine through word of mouth. Mm. You know, you left a, a note on a bench somewhere and somebody else picked it up. And then Dan had heard rumors of yeah, this, this thing. M- magical place, this mystical place. And I wanted to be a part of it. And I didn't know. I how. didn't know so the secret knock. I went to a brick in the wall. <laughs> And that brick in the Two, wall four, six, was so what? Uh, <laughs> the Victorian College of the Arts where I went to study yeah. uh, acting and then I met Ben there and he originally tried to start making, uh, uh, he tried to make a campaign with a couple of other people uh, from VCA. Emil wasn't included in that group, uh, controversially. Um, at first I was with oh. James Cook and uh Danny check when we I I can't yeah. I played Ranger or something. It was 3.5 days and we had one game session. I was super into it. The other two dudes not so much. Um and then it it, it oh, went man. on it kind of just fell apart and it was like, oh, okay. Um cool. And then it was when did we what year was that Greg moved down to um 2016 Greg came you, to Melbourne can you recreate and, your yeah, blessed us with you, D&D as a DM cuz can you oh, hang on <laughs> I blessed you with d d a couple of times but then I just yeah, took it yeah, away exactly you were you, like, kinda, you were teasing well, me, you didn't really teasing me yeah you teased him with it you did. you're like yeah. D&D yeah, just a little taste that's what? what I bestowed it upon taste. him and then you got your real like your actual dealer came down to to Melbourne, and yeah. I met I met the bikies, which is Greg. You were just like middleman pusher, and then and then uh, I got I got Hello. hooked on. Would you like to sample my D and D stuff? I got a steady supply of it coming in. First taste is free. <laughs> it always is. Sorry, Dad. I yeah. did interrupt you. When when did you start playing D and D? Uh, so what year was that? Was that twenty? Was that, it was first or second year? So it was twenty eleven or twenty twelve. Yeah, and really the oh, reason so we, you it, you played it, for the first time with Ben. Yeah, that was the first. Yeah, time. I DM'd for, and them. it was one session. We got super mm-hmm. wasted, and everyone got. We super didn't know. Distracted. We did a second the year later. Yeah, it was a whole year yeah, later right, because drama man. school was in so Japan, man. It's like sixty yeah. hours a week. There was yeah. no time for yeah. for that. And um, the other guys were like shit faced. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't conducive, but I, um, and Greg could probably attest for this, Danny, I had often said there's one guy who would be totally in the group if we were like, if he was from Queensland, he's one of us, he's one of us. He's and, a um, nerd. So when Greg moved down, yeah, it was kind of inevitable that we would get a group together. I drove down from Brisbane and I, I arrived in Melbourne and Ben was like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, oh, just unpacking and shit. He's like, cool. <laughs> He's like, cool. What are you doing next weekend? I was like, oh, I'm, well, I don't have a job yet or anything. He's like, yeah, yeah, you're good. You're playing. You're running a game of D&D. Um, Did so you yeah, really this, do it like that? No, exactly. It was pretty much. We were, we were already like, I was like, I was. That's a total lie. I was like, Ben, hook me, hook me up, brother. Where, where my people at? The, where first, <laughs> the first game was the day that I actually moved in with Ben and Emil into oh. the house. I that morning had brought all of my stuff over and just threw it 
into my bedroom, didn't bother p- unpacking a single fucking thing because it was like, w- it's game day. And it, that was that, was that all that it was about. Is that? No, that can't yeah, be it right. Was that Your first game. Because I remember I was bringing, uh, so you must have I was been bringing at- some like weights or some something in to. But you mustn't have been no, at the I very first the very game first then game. because. That's right. Ah, uh, because Emil, Emil wasn't initially in the kind of he wasn't on the invite list to to come to that game, and Understandably. some uni people <laughs> were having a barbecue, and we were talking about starting a new game because I was like, "Hey, my mate's coming down from Queensland. He's a good DM," and everyone was like, "Oh, me, 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 me," and um, Emil wasn't on that list, but he called me the day before and said, "Hey, I'd I'd really like to be there. I'd I'd mm-hmm. I've never played and." Um, Someone had just oh, yeah. dropped out as well. Yeah, and I was like, oh, ah, cool. And I never yeah, really knew Emil super well at uni and then he came and the rest That's was That's so bold. History. Wow. Glad he did That's though. Pretty hey? Emil yeah, style yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If it he is. wants to do something, he yeah. does it, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, well, I guess I'll, I'll go next. Um, so I met Ben through my job at Grilled because <laughs> – um, which is a burger chain. Which is a, bur- which is a burger joint for those non-Australian listeners. Um, and uh, I was working with this guy, Dan, who also lived with Ben. And I went to a, a party there um, at, at, at their old place. Well, Ben's current place. And, um, and I was just chatting. Oh, I think I'm, Ben and I have, had talked before, I reckon. But um, but he was saying he checked out a video game that I worked on called Armello, and I was like, oh, I'd really like to play the actual game someday. And Ben was like, Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you? Yeah. Well, oh yeah. Yeah. You like games? Uh, do you? Yeah. Because oh, <laughs> you know he he was like, Oh, you know, like Armello is kind of more or less D and D, right? And I was like. Oh yeah, I guess guess it is. <laughs> and um and Any and then uh, and then <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh <laughs> and usually less. Um <laughs> yeah, probably. And uh and yeah, so he was like, "Oh, I've got a friend coming down from Queensland." <laughs> um, he's the fucking he's deal. Gonna... Ben, how much were you like I need to make this happen. I need to pull in <laughs> I was rounding the trips up for weeks before yeah. it came because I knew that my one of my best friends would need the sanctuary of D and D and some oh, people when he moved here. Wow. You're so kind, and also ben. I didn't want to be the one lumped into DMing a game, and I knew Greg would do. <laughs> and you were desperate to play D and D every time you'd come up to Queensland. You'd be like, "Oh man, I wish I had D and D down." And <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I but I think, this. but like when I said to to Ben, I was interested because I said it unprompted. I think, and I. I've That's just what he wants of- you to think. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. He's been manipulating you for an hour. <laughs> exactly. He woke up that morning knowing he'd been playing what he was drinks. Do. Yeah. He'd yeah. been he'd been doing research on the video games <laughs> yeah. I'd worked on. Yeah. He was like <laughs> never actually played him. Scoping <laughs> you out. Never played it in his it's life. Like looking up the cards that I worked on. And <laughs> it's like, oh, mirror image. Yeah, that's like that's like there's a spell in D and D. <laughs> that's 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 it. And I was like, oh wow, wow, really? That's actually in D and D. That w- that was a fun card to work on. And he's like, yeah, but like D and D, right? And um, <laughs> and, and uh, yeah. So we, but yeah. When I mentioned when I when the like I imagine in the movie version on when they're recreating our lives on the yeah. big screen, yeah, oh, it'll yeah. it'll like <laughs> zoom into my mouth and then. It'll go into slow motion, but it'll be in like silent and it'll be like, I'm not going to do it in silent because this is a podcast, but I'll say, I'm interested in playing. (laughs) (laughs) And the the camera will just like (laughs) then cut straight to Ben's eyes as they open slowly and he he like his his more reaches out and it zooms into his mouth and then his comes more. out 
Yeah, like his mouth. It just and, swallows you. Yeah, and then and then and then the camera zooms out of out, and it's like the dice have been rolled on the table, and we're all just like around the table, just playing D and D for a year. I mean, there's worse things that could happen to you, Jack. Yeah. yeah. No, I yeah. look honestly, it's one of the greatest things that has ever happened to me. It's so good. Um, but yeah, that's that's how um, that's uh, that's how I met Ben, the middleman, and then we all played. We played yeah. that campaign with Greg for like a, a year, year, maybe a little yeah. bit longer. And Greg started to go, Hey, we could, what do you reckon about podcasting? And we were pretty, very, very loose in those private games. And like, oh, we, we were, were a bit protective so about putting it onto the airwaves. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. then we did it. And you guys have heard the results. Yeah. yeah. The rest Thanks. is history. So, uh, well, actually, no. Yeah. And then we met, uh, we, well, you guys, when did you guys meet Lauren? Oh, through Emil. So here ah. I am just going ah. on my merry way, being a comedian and doing stand-up and getting on stage and performing and going to a bunch of different festivals. Uh, and I started going to Adelaide Fringe quite regularly. Um, and when I was in, in Adelaide doing a split show with my friend Claire Sullivan, who I do my elementary Springfield podcast ah. with. Uh, and me and Claire were babies. We'd only been doing, I reckon we'd only be doing comedy like two years at that point in time. So, and we, and she came up to me drunkenly, hadn't met me before uh, at a gig and was like, are you Lauren? And I was like, yes. And she's like, my friend just <laughs> said that you're looking for someone else to do a show with. And Amazing. we did. Uh, and then we went to Adelaide <laughs> Fringe together. Um, in fucking 20, I want to say like 2012, maybe. Whoa. Um, <laughs> something like that. And when we were there, we had a good time together. Uh, <laughs> lots, we did our show. Our show was pretty shit. Uh, but we, you know, just like hung out with a bunch of the Adelaide comedians. Adelaide Fringe is an amazing festival because mm. you just meet all kinds of people from all over Australia. It's the yeah. biggest um, arts festival in Australia. So, and they've also got an amazing setup. Uh, there's a, a huge outdoor bar that is just for the artists. So, you need a pass, mm. an artist pass. You need to be doing a show in order to get in. Um, so, of course, we spent all of our fucking time there the minute the show ended. We were like, cool, where's everybody at? Beep, 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 beep. Um, uh, meanwhile, uh, we had been staying in various accommodations. Along the way, we stayed with some friends. Uh, we had this other shitty hotel. And then the last weekend of the festival um, also coincided, or the last weekend we were there, also coincided with the Clipsal 500, which is uh, a motor car race. So Adelaide Fringe. A motor vehicle race. A motor vehicle race, which is a nice way of putting it. It's also Bogan Central. Uh, and there's a horrible like weekend where Adelaide Fringe is completely overtaken by petrol heads uh, and people that don't know what the arts is and a bunch of fruity, ridiculous fringe artists and everyone mingles together and it's a nightmare, um, which is also and the Emil, last weekend. of course, was at the Calypso 500. <laughs> <laughs> Calypso, Calypso 500. 500. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I can say that because he's not here. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, we were, so we were, she put us in the worst backpackers in Adelaide. She'd booked us in the worst Amazing. one. It was fucking horrendous it was so nasty and filthy uh and the old woman was changing the linen and she came in one day and was like oh, i don't know you girls those men downstairs are absolutely horrible you know if i had my if i had my druthers i'd be a lesbian <laughs> it was <laughs> real weird uh so in that final weekend i think i think what happened is a uh, uh emil was there doing a show with a couple of other people from vca um chelsea and a couple of others mm -hmm. it was a clanning show so they'd kind of, i think they developed this piece as part of vca and then they took it to adelaide fringe um and i think we must have met them at the bar i can't quite remember uh and we went i remember seeing the show and it was funny and there were like four fucking cool people and that's an instant group so you know artists will magnate to each other um so what had happened is uh, I had picked up, uh, so I was off with a guy, uh, so mm. I didn't spend the night in the hostel that night, uh, and Claire and Emil had taken a liking to each other. Uh, uh, so she took him back. She took him back to the hostel, 
Uh, except we were in an eight-bed dorm <laughs> for people that were there for Clipsal. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> from what I understand, Claire and Emil did not really care. Uh, Amazing. So they I, did not roll a stealth check. <laughs> <laughs> they failed their stealth check, yeah. So I came home in the morning to pick up some stuff or just say hi, and I think I just missed a meal. Uh, but Claire was like, yeah, so everybody was, like, sleeping and I brought him in and we just took the bottom bunk and she says that she thinks she remembers someone, like, getting up in the morning and being like, well... I guess we're getting the full experience. Aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the full experience was. Oh, they probably amazing. thought that they were part of the Calypso 500 thing. Like, oh man, this is wrong. I love that we've made, named it the Calypso. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't know. Then like we, I know we're friends on Facebook who kind of oscillated around. I don't think I even saw him intermittently again until he messaged me on Facebook um, in December in 2018 uh, saying, hey, I make a podcast with some friends. It's a Dungeons and Dragons improv thing. Uh, it's been going for <laughs> over a year now and we want to start bringing in guests to add to the fun. I thought you'd be someone who'd fit the show really well. I've not seen him in a while. I don't think, he, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'm not sure if you've had any experience playing D&D before. That's half the reason we want guests anyway to help uh, give the um, audience another access point. We don't really focus on the rules too much. Huh. Uh, <laughs> in any case, it's more uh, far more about the role playing in improv. If you're interested, uh, we could grab a beer with the crew, figure out what kind of character you'd like to play. Oh, that's right. You guys came to one of my gigs, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, the show is called Dice Paper Roll. Take care, talk soon, and then dropped in the link. Is that uh, the last time he talked to you on Facebook? Is that like the last message? <laughs> the first and last, which is why she could access it so easily. <laughs> <laughs> so easy, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, no the only other time he contacted me was in 2016 looking for a comedy festival venue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was like, yep, sweet. My knowledge is surface level is what I said back. And as I know the general drift. I've seen Stranger Things. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, I think you guys came to a gig. I can't even remember. I think Dan came. Yeah. Did you, come, you came, Ben. And yeah. I, I think, think it was just, just the three. three. Was that like yeah, I don't think Jack or Pony? came. Like Boney Fish? What yeah, was that it was. Like, yeah, it was at Pony. Boney, whatever it is. What What was that like for you, Lauren? Because was that was that weird? Was it like yes. these guys are coming to check out if I'm funny first? Yeah, correct. That, like that yeah. totally wasn't oh. what we. I was, and were but going I, for at all. Once, <laughs> it's once like I'm, let's just meet her in a relaxed environment where she needs to perform <laughs> in front of us. It's not a relaxed environment. It's a comedy yeah, gig. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm not quite relaxed. It probably didn't help that Emil left halfway through your set. But um, did he? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Fucking hell! I'm just taking advantage of the fact that he's not here. Oh. <laughs> um, I, yeah, and then and so then that happened, and I was like, cool, like whatever these guys want to do. Like I was like, whatever these guys want to do. And then I came round to Ben's house uh, to the recording, and I got there, and everyone was like, Chad, and we we're all sitting up, and I'm like, whatever these guys want to do. And then we had dinner and we kept talking and I'm like, whatever these guys were doing. And I've been there for three hours and we hadn't hit record yet. And I was like, okay, is it happening? <laughs> <laughs> because part of our ritual. I, you know, comedians, oh, you get up. You, if you're doing a podcast, you walk in, you sit down, you record, you fuck off. I have never in my life spent so much time at a podcast recording. Mm. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Ever, guys. Yeah, we have and a problem. I, yeah. Understand? I understand it now. Obviously, I understand. Lockdown's actually ritual. been good for us. In terms yeah. of- <laughs> actually, I would agree. Yeah, <laughs> down and you just fucking go Get for it. it. Down. So it was, yeah, so it was hilarious in my mind. I was like, these guys are just hanging out and having fun. What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I was the weird one. If you, and- if you haven't, oh, sorry, Lauren. Yeah, you go. I was going to say, if you haven't heard Lauren's episodes, uh, she joins us in uh, book two, episode yeah. number seven and eight. 
and plays Florence. Yeah, and I was like, it was super chill. And then, you know, Will, I fucked off for a while and then we just started playing in the Adelaide Fringe because I was there. Was that last year? You know, yeah, Mm -hmm. last year. And then things just... But it was yeah, like, but that, yeah, it was a year ago. 18 months. Almost yeah. two. Even really. longer, which is yeah. weird. But I think because we do spend slabs of time not around, not recording mm. or whatever yeah. it is. Mm. Um, and I think then we just all had to confess how in love we were with each other and how yeah. I needed to be in this podcast more. And I think the feeling is. We just, just realised, yeah, useful. we just realised we needed you in the podcast, Lauren. We just yeah. weren't funny yeah. enough. And so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like, please, God, As we've don't ever know, leave us. Because of my brain, it's not because I can now be the token girl. It's not about that. <laughs> well, well, as with most with most men, we just outsourced our emotional labor to you. <laughs> I would say I would laugh at that, except that's not true at all. <laughs> I carry none of your burdens. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, we're just so open about them. But yeah, the first time I played D anD D was on mic with you guys. That's it. This is the only D anD D I've ever played, and I feel uh, blessed as a result of that. I feel all of you crawled so i could run <laughs> yeah no other game yeah. will, well, well you know be as good just saying yeah i, I i'm like I, yeah, no other right? no other game I, of D. i've, D&D I've tried playing a game with yeah. my brothers and stuff and tried to get them into it and it's just like they make it really difficult to have fun <laughs> you know <laughs> like it's just like it's just not the same compared to um yeah. doing it with you fuckheads yeah, it's different if you have like a long-term mm. group and you know how to play, like how you play mm. with each other and stuff. Like we, like after we'd run with our game, Ben for like, it, w- it was must have been like eight years. We we ran a campaign where, um, because there was three of us that had DM'd before, where we rotated the DM, the three yeah. of us, and mm. um, that was that was a really incredible campaign. And I think that's that's as it's it's different because in the the podcast you're so focused and there's so much character development and no one's uh too loose at the table most of the time <laughs> and um where, whereas like in the home game you, you play for hours on end and yeah. everyone yeah. yeah yeah so it's it's i think it's a different experience but yeah, yeah I, i've never come across a game where you have this much development of character Lauren and I met on the night we were going to do a live show together. Yeah, and in Adelaide. <coughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. never met you before. You were this yeah, spectre. No. Oh, yeah, because you were in England at the time. That's right. Jack. Because yeah. the, the whole guest thing for the original for book two came in when Jack, you'd gone to London. We thought, well, let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's replace with some new people. Yeah. Let's <laughs> use that spare mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we paid for it. So, yeah, might as well use it. We got space at the table. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, he's good. He'll, yeah. he'll do. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, should we ask another question? Yeah. 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 I've, um, I've, that was so much fun. I haven't heard anyone's origin stories before either. Yeah. Do you know what? I don't think I had either. Mm. Yeah. I love that Ben was like, oh, we've only got like six questions. It won't yeah, be enough. Yeah, and then we've just spent like <laughs> half an hour talking about ourselves. Half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I was Well told, though, people. I enjoyed yeah. that. Much. Yeah. I was going to sort of segue into a DM question there, but um, I don't know. You look like you've got your eye on one there, Jack. Oh, I was just going to read the next one. but well, There's one for you down the bottom from Trevor Goodchild, which I I think people would be interested in. Mm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It says, uh, this is one for Jack. Why were you so <laughs> obsessed with playing a oh. crab man? I can't help but think of South Park's crazy QEFTSG crab people episode. Just should I know what that acronym stands for? I haven't watched South Park for a while. Crab people, people. crab people, look like crab. Well, look like crab people. Yes, <laughs> nailed it. Uh, yeah. It was great. Well, to be honest, um, I hadn't, I hadn't seen that. Uh, <laughs> so that's well, that's super embarrassing. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, uh, geez, why was I so obsessed with playing a crab person? I think, um, 
I think I've always wanted to play a pretty strange, I, I like playing strange characters. I don't know if you noticed from the podcast. Um, <laughs> and, and I think uh, like early on when we wanted to, we started playing f- fifth edition, I was like, oh, can I, can I play something real weird? And, and, and I was like, oh, can I be a crab person? And both, uh, but everyone kind of was like, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. But like, nah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe, down. maybe, maybe not. Maybe, just, just not for this one. And um, we were like, it would be cool, but how are we yeah. going to do it? And we and, hadn't and played fifth edition before. That's yeah. the big uh, thing to know. Many, I think, yeah. Yeah. I, think I think also like we, we hadn't really, um, we hadn't really figured out what the podcast was at that point. Like, no, we didn't we know what, what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we we thought that playing fifth edition for the first time would be too much to then add in. How do you do a whole new race? Because we yeah, thought fifth yeah. edition, we thought the podcast in fifth edition would, you know, be about rules. Probably mm. wise in the end because we got a Ricky song out of it. So that was mm. that was pretty she good. She plays a minor um, role in the campaign. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ricky's. <laughs> yeah, she's missing Orky's Orky's song. Um. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> she's dead most of the time. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I think it's it's it, I I like picking things that force me to do stuff that is unusual or different than my current experience of life. Um, I think I think one of the greatest things about Dungeons and Dragons is it, its ability to let your imagination go fucking wild and you can you, like and i think um i think for me i play I, in my real life i play a pretty standard like our society's version of a default character um <laughs> human artist human, human male artist, artist. <laughs> yeah. human male artist level two with a podcast um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, ticking those boxes, bang bang bang. Yeah, Caucasian, <laughs> yeah, cool. male artist. Yeah, yeah. 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 The podcast comes. Yeah. It's a special ability. Yeah, it's a racial feat. <laughs> it's a trait. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so comes with the background. Yeah, and so I think, like, I think for me, it's it's, and I, this has been something for me with all video games. Like, I will never play as a male character in a video game if I'm given the option. Um. And, and yeah, so I, I kind of, I try and push myself and I think that I could see inside of there being a crab person that, that would push me into areas I, I wasn't necessarily prepared for. And, um, and I think there's also something nice about, you know, fish out of sea in, in the, in, in a world that's unusual and having a character who can be like, what is this all about? You know, um, yeah. I th- I don't know. Does that answer it? Yeah. Yeah. I remember when we first started playing together because mm. um, you hadn't played D and D before, and yeah. you the first like that first campaign the whole time it was like you were trying to find the boundary, like the walls yeah. of the area or whatever, and yeah, and some or something that you couldn't do. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I just remember at one point you're like, it's like I can do whatever. Like I, it's like you were asking for that boundary. Yeah. And um, I was like, yeah, no, you can you can give it a go if it's possible. You can do it. And I, I just remember how like excited you were. Yeah. By that. Yeah. Well, there was a there's one moment I remember where my character Vestel, who I had, unlike what I've just said. Um, I, who was actually a, um, she was, she was like me in that she was an atheist, um, in a world that gods actually existed Hmm. and, 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 (laughs) and, and, uh, and she was kind of quite annoyed about that. Like she didn't like the idea that there were gods. And then at one point, we were playing and Greg was like, 
or some character, like I can't remember who said it, but it was like, oh, yeah, you could even like kill a god if you wanted and, I, I was and just everything like, went to slow motion. Yeah, everything yeah. went to slow motion and the camera eyes. zoomed into my face <laughs> and my eyes bulged. And, and I your was mouth like, went, I'm gold. And then that became the campaign was just to kill. It had to give Jack the moment to kill a god. Yeah. I remember, though, in that campaign, Jack, and I wonder if you might talk about it for a sec. Yeah. There was a moment with... Sammy, who was playing, and it was his first um, campaign of D&D as well, but he he was playing a barbarian, like a half-orc barbarian, and I know that you know the moment I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. But there was that moment that just you went, fucking, whoa, what? Yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about that or. Yeah, well, well, as as a straight white man, there's a lot of experiences in the, in the, in the world that you, you don't, often get forced into a lot of the world is just like presented to you on a fucking platter and you kind of just eat it up as it comes along. Um, well for this white guy at least. Um, uh, and, and in this campaign I was playing a woman and, and, uh, Sam whose character became attracted to my character unbeknownst. Well, it was kind of, was it unbeknownst? It wasn't unbeknownst. It was beknownst. It was beknownst. He wasn't very subtle was about it. No, he wasn't subtle it was about it. pretty beknownst. Yeah. yeah. But generally. Um, I mean, all but, of the players certainly yeah. knew. Yeah. And and I, when we used to play, we were pretty distracted. So, like, I would, I was pretty bad. I would, like, sit on my iPad and draw while we were, <laughs> while we were playing. And so I wasn't really paying attention this one time. And, we were sitting around a campfire or something and uh, Krusk, Sammy's character, um, rolled to do a stealth check to see if he could, what was it, like grow a butt. What? Yeah. Grabbed, you, grabbed your butt. He I think it was butt. after something. It was like a, yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't around a campfire. It was like a post-combat thing. Oh, right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And, and. He was not a stealthy character, but he he rolled really well, and I and I didn't see it happen in real life, and I didn't see it happen in the game, and I have never felt so violated in my life, and like, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a horrible story in a way, but it but it was the moment where I was like, oh fuck, this game is incredible, like it just gave me an experience that like. You know, it's not even real, really like that big a deal. Like it didn't happen. It, it wasn't. Um, but it 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 was it was an eye opening experience in that it had presented me something in a way that I experienced it, or like viscerally mm. that that the that a, a you know you can be to- told a million times how horrible it is to to operate inside of this world as a woman. Um, and you can say I understand, and I, I certainly cannot say I understand, but it, but it definitely, I f- I felt it a lot a lot more strongly in that moment than I than I think I've I've ever been able to. I think, um, yeah. Well, it's really immersive, isn't it? Yeah, you were yeah, literally totally. in in that in that place. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it was it in a way really special moment. But yeah, yeah really good. It has um it has a really strong like I think we talked about this in one of the dissections um, that we published for Curse of Strahd about like the racism mm. uh, element in Curse of Strahd and and dealing with that. And but I think if like it has a a real power to make you see things from a different perspective. It's like that uh it's it's it reminds me of like in is it invisible theater boal and it does that yeah where it's like they do scenes in a like a crowded train or something and it'll be like a uh a family violence domestic violence scene or like a a, a assault or something or an act of um racism or Mm. um and that just it just confronts the audience with 
um, the thing that they might know of but mm. don't actually mm. see or experience. Mm. And, yeah. But I think that that power is the most like it's it's that the power in that is in being in in D and D for me is it in being at the table. Yeah. Than- well, the 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 next thing that happened was was also like I got to experience an extremely great power fantasy, which was that I rolled to like counter that. Yeah, and I, I was going to ask, ro- what did you do? Like, yeah, what was I, your I think response? I, I, th- I, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure I rolled really well. I, I can't remember if it was a 20 exactly, but it, it, mm. it, like the experience was as if I had rolled a 20. Um, and I basically threw him, like grabbed his arm, threw him around and launched myself on top of him and held a knife at his throat and said, don't you ever fucking do that to me again or don't you lay your hands on my ha- on me again or something like that um fuck yes yeah it was yes, really I love it. <laughs> yeah it was it was fantasy re- and like do you know what like it has never been the same since that moment like this this game for me has like it it, it has elevated it to a to a moment of like just like I, I finally understood the the potential of this this game and the medium around it. Um, yeah. And I like I'm not a perform like I, or I haven't been a performer before this. So like I hadn't I hadn't really had that experience of you know performance in that way. Um, and it, yeah, it was really it's really good. It's, mm. This game's good. It's, good. <laughs> it's, good. it's a pretty good game. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a good, it's a good game. Yeah. Oh, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Great answer, Thanks for Jack. sharing that story, mm, yeah. Jack, as well. Ah, no it's a really personal experience. Yeah, it was. Um, but I, I hope other people get to experience that. I think when we started the podcast, it was very much like from my perspective, it was like I want other people to experience yeah. this. And if we can convince other people to pick up D&D, because they've listened to our podcast and I want them to feel like it's approachable and, and something that, um, you know, they could, they could, they're not going to be bogged down by the rules. They can just enjoy and have an excuse to put on some dumb voices with each other. Mm. Um, that was, that was always the goal for me with this podcast, Mm. like just one other person to play D and I would be like, yeah, fuck yeah. Well, it's me, Jack. So well done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, this is not a question uh, from one of the the patrons, but I feel like it kind of leads on, or I'm interested to know what your guys' experiences are um, of going from playing to then podcasting as mm. uh, playing D and D, which I'm just realizing now. Asking Lauren might. <laughs> if anything, I'm the other way around. I've gone from podcasting to playing D and D on a podcast. Yeah. Maybe you should talk different. about that experience first. Well, I think it sort of it lends itself back to um, you know every comedian has a podcast. At the point where I started, <laughs> where I was doing um, when we played our first games and I first met you guys, um, yeah. I didn't have my own. I now do. Mm. <laughs> um, it was well, now inevitable. You have two gonna it's gonna happen yeah um but i had guested on many many other podcasts and i guess i knew a lot of people that did podcasts right um and i think part of me not wanting to do my own was seeing how much work it was essentially Mm. um and even though they were always very chatty very uh comedy podcasts you know there might be some kind of loose theme or like we all watch this thing or you know something like there's some sort of loose situation but it is mostly all about like getting in getting the banter getting the jokes up trying to make each other laugh um and in like Mm. a podcast form as well like you know you kind of you you want it to look even more super spicks and spexy you know you want to have it really kind of pop Mm. um but you know depending on how you know 
how far you had to travel to get to the comedian's house in order to do the podcast. Uh, (laughs) I will tell you, I have been burnt by doing many a shitty podcast. I won't name names, but they are out there. Uh, (laughs) And I have done them because I will do anything. I'm a podcast slut. We'll just just name and shame them in the the podcast description. (laughs) We'll do the podcast where we reveal all the shitty podcasts. Uh, so, which is why I said yes to a meal, essentially. Uh, <laughs> so it can't like, be any cool, worse One more others. thing, because it's all yeah. like, you know, podcasts also about plugging other stuff. Mm, I'm always doing exposure. shows. I'm always, mm, you know, mm. yeah, exactly. Um, exposure. Uh, Paid so and exposure. Then not having have a play, ever having played D&D before um, and been surrounded by people that knew exactly what they were doing yes yes that's what i thought mm. <laughs> um but uh but instead of feeling intimidated i think i've just felt really supported instead because you're the, the thing you cared the most about was uh dandy um and making the game good and there wasn't any egos on the table, mm. uh, which is something I have not seen in a, another comedy podcast. I have <laughs> an extremely big ego. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, Jack has been speaking uh, for maybe, like But the you weren't there the hour. first time, Jack, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Mailbag with Jack Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> and some other people, Yeah, I think? yeah, some, some other extras. Um, but I <laughs> think, guests. yeah, making, making a D&D podcast, I don't know how, don't, I've never not played D&D outside of a podcast situation. So I, I don't know what that's like. But within a podcast situation, for me at least as a comedian, it's another way to perform uh, it's another way to yeah improv with people, share a story, that giving and taking of responsibility, power, um, you know, the way you support each other in a campaign um, is just really fucking sweet. Like you just don't feel like you're doing it by yourself, which mm. stand-up often is. Um, mm. So I've just found it to be a really beautiful respite, a different way of performing that I didn't realise uh, I could do. Um, so I feel like I've really discovered another aspect of myself through doing this. Um, you know, these cunts are great. <laughs> Isn't D&D wonderful? Isn't it wonderful? Bring people like together. It's playing it, playing another character and playing a fucking dragon bitch um, and now playing some like kick-ass like assassin. It's it's so, I've never been able, it's like, it's like being a teen, like a kid again. Yeah. 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 Really is. It really is. So that's my answer. What about you guys? Hmm. Playing D and D to going to a podcast. Is it like the same way that any other podcast gets made, which is when everyone is just sitting around really wasted and saying, We're so funny, we need to share this. Yeah, it yeah, was pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. It is. A little it? bit. At the start it was like, oh, we'll just We'll just put a mic in the room and we'll just hit record and just put up our games. No, no, no editing. Nothing. Really? Like we'll yeah. just, yeah, no nah, balls at all. <laughs> we'll just go yeah. for it. No and, editing. Uh, That's no, no what, what a, what a great well, idea. What a dream. <laughs> we never, was did like, we? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was so, the original yeah, okay. idea. That was the plan. That was the plan. But yeah. then, but then we listened back and we were like, and then Ben's sphincter just <laughs> clenched every time. Yeah. Um, we made an off-color joke or like. There's a lot of shit that went to the cutting room floor that absolutely belongs there because oh, we, yeah, those first eighteen eps were no uh, doubt, yeah, one hundred percent, no doubt, no. a lot like our table games. Ben is yeah. by far the most valid, the MVP of the yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's just and and the yeah. slave labor that oh, Ben has God. put in over the years in mm. editing uh, cannot be underestimated. Yeah. Um, so. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Um, this is the first and no last worries, time I'll guys. thank you on air. And um, I, I will treasure it. I'm going to make it my ringtone. <laughs> He's going to edit that clip and do a ringtone. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. But the, like switching, switching was um, difficult because uh, I found it difficult because we did play a very, very loose game. Yeah. And um, and and I I was worried that we were going to lose the, the the fear for me because I uh, 
I love D&D so much and it, I value it so much and, and uh, always have. And most of the people I've played with are like, yeah, other people like D&D, but you, Greg, are like obsessively love D&D. And um, so I was terrified that turning it into a podcast would, would take the fun away. Mm. And, um, and so I was at the start really guarded about that. But actually like the, you know, there's, there's so many lessons we've learned as we went along. Like the, we, we recorded, I think it was like eight or 12 episodes for, or eight episodes first up and then Seven. we released them. And, and then once we listened back, there was things we were learning and, yep. and feedback we were getting and we wished we hadn't gone so far ahead mm. and. Yeah, we did um, all 18 episodes yeah. up to your arc before we actually listened one. or released. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yes. there was so much we wanted to put in there or change that we, we couldn't um, at the start. And the amount of editing and music and stuff that we started with, that we did for that first book was just way too much on a, on a weekly schedule. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and it was just, it was so draining on everyone to do so many episodes. Um, but that, I mean, yeah, I'm straying from the question a bit, I think. Yeah. But, um, it, I think, I think um, some of the best, it, it was, I think it, for me, I mean, I only played one other campaign, but I think it dramatically um, made the experience better. Like yeah. it, yeah. it, it was, it, we didn't do voices before. Mm-hmm. Like we, we didn't do, um, we used to play with little figurines on, on a map that we drew out mm. with a whiteboard marker. It was, it was very nerdy, but it was like, well, I guess not nerdy. I guess just the way that you're told to play. More yeah. traditional? I, I think, I think yeah. one of the like kind of biggest things that changed was like previously in that campaign that uh jack's talking about like it's it was very rules oriented we were using the yeah. the grid it was 30 feet of movement you had this these mm-hmm. things did these things blah 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 and in the first two episodes that we recorded we did miniatures and battle grid and that yeah. sort of stuff and we straight away realized that it just doesn't translate as well to podcasting and so yeah. we got rid of it and we had to change and evolve the, our play style in what mm. we were doing. And I think as the podcast has continued on and the more that we've been doing that, like I think we, we learned a shitload of lessons once we actually started releasing episodes after that um, mm. 18th, like after Ben's first arc or whatever, and then it took a another big change in the way that we were doing things from Greg's arc onwards. And it's just been that constant evolution of how we actually play the game and the stuff that we're stripping away from it and what is kind of important to the play style and what we're actually creating in terms of the main things is role play, improv, Mm -hmm. fucking around and having a good time. Like everything else, it's like, you know, I I feel like when I'm DMing, it's, you know, oh, how far away is that thing? Oh, it's like a conveniently placed distance from where you are in order for you to do yeah. the thing yeah. that you want to do. What do you want to do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, there's a rock right there that you can leap off of and do a backflip through the air. Just roll the dice and let's see if you actually get to do that thing. Yeah, It's, who- it's like in filmmaking, like you very rarely show someone walking up or down the stairs like it's unless it's like a for a very dramatic purpose or reason yeah and so so like we almost in our in our talking about like in our in the game we started kind of self-editing that stuff where it was like it's Mm. not interesting to talk about how far away something is like that (laughs) no one gives a shit um, yeah, yeah, or the, it's not interesting to hear us go. Yeah, I move here. It's like, yeah, well, what the yeah. fuck? So, it, yeah. for me, the biggest thing is it became performative. Where yeah. the awareness mm-hmm. of the fact that there was an audience listening, mm. and the fact I I remember that very first episode because we did do a couple of tests, just recording like one of my games or something like that, and we were like, yeah, cool, the microphone works. We didn't really listen to the content. 
But I remember always, and Greg and I have played for 20-odd years now, like really your voices were either English or if your character voice was like, you, like uh, this I'm is Batman. my cool I'm voice. Batman, Batman voice. Yeah, like, yep. Kind of like, kind of like your Batman voice, which you, you never really did because you felt really self-conscious to do it. And I remember right. we kind of all said, are we going to do voices in the podcast? And we did it, but we never really did them in front of each other until we yeah. hit record yeah. on that very first episode. And, what? and yeah. I think if you go back and listen to it, you can kind of hear that nervousness of like mm. introducing oh, ourselves and really? we like the, the energy between that and how we introduce ourselves now obviously has changed a lot because you get used to it. But, and I remember listening to you do your commit to your voice for the first time ever, Jack, because yeah. not a performer. And I think your first line, you may not have done a voice, but then when you committed, everyone was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Just, I, well, yeah. I, I think I was adamant I wasn't going to do voices. Like, <laughs> I think I was like, nah, I'm not going to do a voice. And then everyone, everyone else, else started doing, doing one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you shit. didn't tell me that. When I yeah. did my episode, you didn't tell me you did voices. And so we start, we hit play, and everyone, oh. and then Emil goes, I'm Brackeye the Bobber. And I was like, say what? <laughs> so what did i do i did a fucking english accent bitches yeah but what a character because going from english and then when you rage and then go cockney that was yeah yes i think when when i'm sorry when jack was mentioning his butt grope visceral immersive Mm. moment i think mine was the raging into a cockney voice i think mm. that was when i went because that was like pure improv i didn't know that was happening until it happened out of my mouth and that's what that's when i went oh this this dnd shit's pretty good mm. uh this is it's pretty fucking fun actually yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I th- um, one way what one way that um a friend of a friend of mine laura um was telling me uh talking to me about her uh, Curse of Strahd the other night and um, she she raised something which was like a real uh, light bulb moment for me on how much podcasting had changed the way that uh, I DM'd and we all DM'd the game and the way that like we controlled the game mm. um, and the, the way that it became so much more a shared story mm. than it had been before rather than like me telling a story Um and and yeah, so she you know said like oh it's it's amazing like you set the DC for roles or whatever and you say whether they succeed or fail but everybody takes it on themselves to describe their own action and and say how things work out and we'll just take we'll just grab a hold of the narrative and take it off in a different direction and there's no like the D, as the DM, you rarely say no, mm-hmm. which is um, a big change, I think, from the way the way we used to play. Big and, time, um, and I think is is one of the best mm. one of the best changes because I think that's how that's how D and D really should be played mm. in yes. that collaborative storytelling. Yeah, the yes and, and th- yeah, yeah, and I think it's it's hard to like I I, th- I think it's rare that it is this collaborative, and I, I think it's hard to accept that when you build a universe and build a game and you're trying to tell a story and, and keep everyone on track for that. And, um, well, yeah, I, but I think it's, it's worked I, I out in the best going to, stories. Um, say is like, similarly, I didn't actually mention it before, but it's like the biggest change for me actually was that I began DMing because the first time <laughs> that I ever played, I just played the game. Oh, and then when yeah, we started right. doing the podcast, I think I started getting into critical role and that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, fifth edition seems like it's pretty legit. Like it seems pretty cool. And so then I read the fifth edition book and no one else had read it. And so then it was like, oh, Dan, you're pretty across the rules for this thing now. So maybe you should just DM it. And like, I was just, thinking when uh, we were saying about like that I've never been so rewarded by not doing homework <laughs> Me too. That, that nervousness like i mean i know that i was definitely nervous in those first few episodes because i'd never fucking dm'd before but so you were dming for the first time on the podcast yep yeah oh my I, god i played i i ran one episode combat. one i read i ran one combat before that yeah. and yeah so um but then i think in terms of the way that i've learned to dm just jumping on of what greg was saying was because i'm 
don't have the same kind of experience as what Ben and Greg did that I felt like I needed like the whole yes and like that's a great idea awesome I'm gonna just go with that thing because at the moment I can't fucking think of anything and that was an idea and so I'm just going (laughs) along with whatever that was you know and I think that like that definitely influenced the way that I played the game and just being like a bit more relaxed about how much I need to actually like yeah I need to have a story and what I want to get done and what the pertinent information is but just going for well what what is what does the player want to do and and the Mm. more that we started bringing other elements into it the more that then as a dm i kind of went like yep let's go with that like i mean i still fondly think back to the episode where emil started saying that he was handing out weapons to old people and babies and shit <laughs> and it was like i just thought that that was super funny and i did emil's pretty guilty of of, of contributing to the narrative the most yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. which which i think leads quite nicely into another question um which is how do the different dms control the chaos or do you even try by tez but I suspect that might be a rather lengthy answer and it might be a good time for us to maybe pause and have a break uh, or end this episode mm. if we do a whole episode and we will um, continue our conversation uh, in a little bit. This feels less like a, a mailbag and more like yeah. this is like DPR presents D&D D&Ms. DPR on the couch. Remotely. It all began when... <laughs> anyway, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Anyway, thanks for delving into our mailbag, everyone. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> we look thanks. forward to you rummaging around in here again next time. Uh, bye. What? Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Peace.